Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. As we all know, relationships can sometimes provoke some very strong and not necessarily positive reactions in us. How we manage those reactions can determine the course and even the ultimate destiny of those relationships. Taking to heart the dictum that forewarned is forearmed, in this post we'll explore the nature of these reactions and how we can constructively manage them. Our connections with other humans are very important to us. Our need for intimate relationships can be as intense and motivating as is our need for physical comforts and necessities. As members of a very social species, we humans need one another's company and support. When we are deprived of something that we deem important, our natural reaction is to try to reacquire that missing essential resource. We hate the feeling of missing something that we value, and we may be willing to go to extremes to fill that gap. Deprivation can trigger a wide range of intense emotions in us, including anger or even rage at a loss, sorrow, resentment toward a perceived poacher, or other feelings. We can respond to those emotions with an equally wide range of actions, including attacking the source of a threat, hoarding or guarding what is precious to us, grieving over a loss, or other reactions. The punchline of these observations is that we are protective of what's important to us. We can refer to our feelings of desire for something as wanting. For many, or even most people, wanting can be a major theme in their lives. What individuals want may differ, but desire-driven people share the common trait of always being in pursuit of something. In extreme cases, desire may be insatiable, such as is the case of billionaires whose apparent lust for wealth and power never seems to abate. In a very real sense, such people can become slaves to their desires. The price of such intense desire is compulsive behavior, which is a loss of the personal freedom to choose a path that isn't tied to fulfillment of the motivating desire. Returning our focus to relationships, we've noted in previous posts that our relationships satisfy a variety of needs in our lives. Those needs include companionship, sensual and sexual sharing, support in addressing life's demands, emotional and spiritual communion, and shared participation in common interests. All of those contribute to the quality of one's life, underscoring the importance of our relationships. What we ask for from a partner varies from one partner to another. In some relationships, the emphasis is on sharing sensual and sexual experiences. Other relationships may be more companionate, focused on emotional connection, and perhaps including little or no sexual connection. Still other relationships may revolve around sharing experiences and adventures. Based on what we seek from a given relationship, we ask for, or even come to expect, specific things from specific partners. If both partners in a relationship get what they need, with each other's help, and if those needs are met consensually, all is well. In such cases, the relationship is symbiotic. In contrast, if either partner feels that their needs are not being met, or if they feel that they are being coerced to support their partner's needs, the relationship will suffer and perhaps ultimately dissolve. Reciprocity is essential in satisfying relationship needs. Let's consider a few of the ways in which we can react to unmet relationship needs. We'll look at three similar but distinct negative response patterns for unmet needs or relationship threats. Envy, jealousy, and fear of missing out. 
Envy is basically a person's desire to possess something that another person has. The object of envy might be another person's traits, such as good looks, physical prowess, or intelligence, or another person's possessions, such as wealth or power or recognition. Extreme envy can exemplify desire run amok. It can motivate extremely negative action in the course of seeking the source of desire, such as harming someone in order to obtain what they have. Envy occurs in the context of interactions between two people. Jealousy is frequently talked about in discussions of relationships. Jealousy is a reaction that reflects a person's perception of a threat of loss of a valued person or relationship. By its nature, jealousy involves three people rather than just two as in envy. One person is in the role of a resource that the other two are contending for. Of course, the relationship may not be explicitly described in those terms by any of the participants, but that's the essence of it. Like envy, jealousy can result in conflict between the two contending participants in the competition-causing situation. The conflict may be relatively subdued or even masked, or it may be quite apparent, marked, and even violent. Jealousy can lead to internalized feelings of resentment and dislike, or it can bubble to the surface in overt acts of aggression or shunning. Jealousy can introduce a great deal of tension into relationships that link the three involved people. The strongest tension typically occurs between the two participants who are seeking the attention and affection of the third. However, the person who is the focus of attention can also experience a great deal of tension simply by knowing of the negative currents flowing between the two other partners who they may care about deeply. Jealousy is an all-around negative force. Most people seem to be well acquainted with envy and jealousy, whether as ideas or as actual influences in their lives. There's a third negative relationship dynamic that is less well-known, fear of missing out, or FOMO. Sometimes, a person in a relationship is not envious of something that their partner may have, nor are they jealous of a third party's aspirations for connection with their existing partner. However, that person may be feeling less than fully included in their partner's life. The person may feel that their partner is enjoying experiences and adventures in which the person is not included. FOMO can have its roots in insecurity about the strength of a relationship, or in deeper personal insecurities such as feelings of unworthiness to be accepted as a partner. It can damage a relationship by giving a partner feelings of being controlled, or monitored, or not trusted. It can also be a fairly innocuous thing. It's not unreasonable or unexpected to feel some minor twinges if one knows that they are not able to participate in something that their partner is enjoying. The potentially damaging effects of FOMO emerge when a person begins to restrict their partner's enjoyment of freedom. Every intimate relationship is likely to experience occasional challenges and periods of turbulence. However, such difficulties need not cause damage. In fact, they have the potential to strengthen the relationship. Much depends on how a person responds to those feelings. If one allows fears or desires to grow without being reality-checked, a negative spiral can result in which a person seeks control by imposing restrictions or unreasonable requirements on a partner. That understandably drives the partner to reassert their autonomy, creating conflict and introducing distance between the partners. The relationship consequently suffers. The polyamory community has put forward a concept that can help mitigate the negative impact of envy, jealousy, and FOMO. Compersion is a term that describes the positive and accepting feelings that one can potentially experience in realizing that one's partner is experiencing pleasure or satisfaction, even though someone or something else may be the source of those good feelings. 
Feeling compersion for a partner allows one to give that partner the gift of one's support, love, and acceptance in an unselfish and generous way. The ability to feel compersion requires a lot of self-confidence and security, since the benefits one experiences through it are indirect, that is, through the positive benefits to one's partner. The concept of compersion may seem unrealistic and unattainable, but it is within the reach of anyone who is able to subjugate their self-interest out of love for their partner. Yes, that is challenging, since we all struggle with selfishness and insecurity to some degree. However, we can choose to evolve beyond that in order to strengthen our relationship with a loved one. Such growth can be difficult, but the result can be a greater personal capacity for loving relationship. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group, the Two Open Doors meetup group, and the Two Open Doors website and blog at twoopendoors.com. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.